Welcome to the Ether. Today is Monday, August 8th, 2022. Today on the Ether, Into the Cosmos, hosted by Super Terra. Let's take a listen. Hello, how are you? I can't complain. It's like pretty late in the evening here, but I had a good day and a productive day and feeling good. Yeah. Marvelous, marvelous. Well, we're just waiting for folks to gather. Uh, I think Simon, it's extremely early for him. I always have this kind of thing every week where. It's literally, I think, 6 a.m. in Australia where he is, and uh, 9 p.m. where I am. And I know it must be what 10 p.m. for you. So yeah. uh, no, uh, we'll give it a couple. Yeah, we'll give it a couple of minutes. Um, I'm sure Simon will surface very shortly. We've got quite a lot of um, 6 a.m. is awfully early. Absolutely, absolutely. We're looking forward to, to your own special update, which will be really good. Uh, lots of things to cover tonight, but yes, we'll just give it a minute, wait for folks to arrive, and then. Um, I'll get things kicked off. Sounds cool. Actually, yeah, whilst, whilst we're waiting, I was inspired actually by a story of a, a comedian um, in Scotland who basically uh, got ready for his big show at the Edinburgh Fringe. I don't know if anyone else has seen this article. Uh, turned up and he had an audience of one. But what he did was he basically performed to this one person and uh, they enjoyed it so much. He's kind of become a bit of a cult figure, apparently, and uh, his second show practically sold out. So uh, I think the, the moral of the story there is it doesn't matter the size of your audience. It's the it's the interest, and the intent and enjoyment of the listener. So and I think the that's, bars, that's like it took it took surely bars to step on the stage, even though only one person was watching and you expected maybe like the whole show to be sold out or anything. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, I think he's sort of um, in a strange way. It's probably a bit of a springboard for this guy because suddenly he's kind of um, got this kind of claim to fame, if you like, uh, of yeah, whatever he does now, kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, whatever he does now, even if the audience is two, that's double the size of his smallest audience. And uh, I guess he'll probably dine out on that. Uh, hopefully not it would alone. Be a great, would be a great success story too, like from one person to a sold-out audience in just two shows. Absolutely, absolutely. So hats off to the uh, the comedian who went all the way to Scotland to literally talk to an audience of one. I think he had a support crew of two people, so he support <laughs> crewed himself for three times the size of the audience. But um, hats off to him for keeping going. I can see Simon is here, so just wait for Simon to uh, join the stage and we'll, we'll get formally... It's, well, it's never that formal, you know what I'm like. But, you know, we'll, we'll, get, we'll get the session underway. There's plenty to cover. I'm expecting a number of, of, of really interesting guests to join us um, throughout the session as well. Um, so um, good morning, Simon. What's going on? So I'm a little bit late. 
It's uh, ungodly. Oh, no, that's quite... <laughs> One of these days, you can get your own back, and I'll, I'll, I'll join you for a, a crazy hours of the UK space. Uh, but no, I think that highlights um, the kind of, you know, the global nature of what we do. Um, in fact, one of my news update items was to say that um, a, a mint I was looking forward to, I missed out on because quite simply, it took place in the middle of the night, my time. Uh, and also, Slightly embarrassingly, um, I had a call with someone and we, we got our time differences so badly wrong that uh, <laughs> I was waiting for this guy to call. And uh, he was 12 hours out or maybe I was <laughs> on the clocks and things. Never arrange something that falls at midday or midnight. It's extremely confusing um, for whoever is, is, is on that time zone. Um, so uh, I guess with, without further ado, uh, I always start with... Um, yeah, thank you to, to, to those who are listening now or will be joining us later. And also importantly, um, as always, um, our, our good friends uh, from Terra Spaces, uh, Finn ha uh, and his crew who capture all of these spaces. I think, Simon, now we've been going for, uh, I don't know, nine months or so with these, um, almost without fail every single week. Um, but I will start uh, with with a rare sort of slightly somber note to say we, those of us in the community who have been on these spaces for a long time, will hopefully remember the the excellent contributions of Barefoot Rabbits and and the voice behind Barefoot Rabbits, uh, who was Wizard Wax, uh, received some very sad news uh, earlier today that unfortunately uh, Wizard Wax was caught in an accident at uh, the weekend and sadly um, passed away. Uh, I just want to say you know. On behalf of um, um, lots of people, a, a really nice guy, very, very great contributor to the uh, crypto space, super friendly guy. And uh, Wizard Wax, I mean, in time, I'm sure there'll be uh, bigger and more uh, detailed tributes. But it's fair to say for me, I, I really enjoyed both the personal conversations that we had on DMs and on voice chat and also your contributions to the spaces here. And I think it's, uh, I'm sure I echo everyone who, who knew you, you, you had time for everyone. And I think it highlights just how, how fragile life can be. Uh, but I just wanted to say my personal um, you know, sad notes that uh, you will be missed and um, we appreciate all the contributions you made. And um, I'm sorry for obviously uh, the hurts that your friends and family will be feeling right now. But certainly I myself, uh, uh, it's, a, it's a sad day when you hear of this sort of news. And I'm personally not going to be quite my usual 100% jovial self, but I'm sure that Wizard Wax would want us, want us to continue and be positive because he was all about building and moving forwards and creating a more, a more exciting future. And he was also, as am I, uh, very mindful of, of, of um, rising above the bad ele elements in, in crypto to create a better, safer, and more positive space for us all. So um, those are my you know, kind of words for Wizard Wax. Now, I'm sure Simon's obviously has, uh, has also um, had a lot of contact with him. We had, uh, had him on our spaces many times. So, yeah, very, very sad news indeed. Yeah, hectic times, eh? Yeah, I, I was just saying, like, before, it's it's crazy how, uh, it's short life gets. I mean, you know, I'm sure we've all had this where we've had, uh, you know, people around that have passed out, uh, passed away at like, you know, uh, younger ages than, than you'd imagine. And it just shows you tomorrow's never promised, right? Like it's, uh, you know, there's, there's nothing guaranteed that we're going to live to a hundred in a comfy bed and that we, you know, anything can happen tomorrow. So yeah, it, it just, every time it kind of highlights how short life is. And it's funny, even in crypto and, you know, working on godly hours, it's like, well, you still got to take time to kind of enjoy uh, your life and every moment. And, and um, 
I mean, l- luckily, you know, like I really love what I do, um, and I'm sure many of us do. So that that really helps a lot. A hundred percent. And I think I, I, in common with many, sort of juggle my inverted commas day job with my um, uh, my passion and pleasure of being involved in this space. And I think for me, perhaps my one piece of reflection today is he absolutely loved everything he was doing in the crypto space. So that kind of makes me at least, you know, happy that he was living the life that he wanted to live. It's just sad that it was taken so quickly. And I guess reflecting on my own life, um, the, the desire to jump into a space, don't stand at the edge of the pool for too long. You've got to make that move. And uh, I think with a nicer segue, a genuinely nicer segue, so you wouldn't want people to be negative. Um, there's lots of exciting things for us to jump into. Uh, not least, and we will cover these in more depth, um, I'm delighted to say that the Loop NFT uh, marketplace is now um, live. The uh, beta test apes, hopefully you've seen those um, making their way onto various uh, Twitter feeds. I had a very pleasant uh, minting and staking experience. I did a test uh, with, with, if you like, not a fake, but there was, there, was, there was testing out the minting mechanism before the collection was released. Very, very painless, very easy experience. And then actually did a follow-up uh, activity Minting my very own beta test ape over the weekend, absolutely seamless, really, really easy process. And uh, hats off to uh, Jay and the team at Loop for, for a superb job in developing the site. But of course, this is only the very, very beginning because what's going to be happening next is uh, there will be a launch of a number of collections, not least the uh, Space Apes, which are the, if you like, main first uh, loop collection, the, the beta apes are just literally a test collection. And then following that, we've got a whole raft of projects set to launch. And I know uh, I probably can't say the names of some of them because they're still very much in working through the process. Uh, but I'm really excited that one that I can talk about briefly. He's actually on a flight as, as I speak, but will be joining me for a special pre-mint spaces later this week. And that's uh, Traders, um, great individual who have the pleasure of getting to know over the last probably nine or ten months, um, is 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 waiting to to launch um, the first collection uh, that's outside of the Loop family, if you like, as 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 um as a separate um, project coming onto Loop, which I think is really exciting. Um, uh, the, uh, the there is a collection already, a, a tribute collection live on the old um, uh, Terra 2 space, which uh, successfully minted out in, in under two days. So really looking forward to seeing Traders go live. There's a lot of exciting utility around those NFTs. And I can see that Jay herself is, is, on, is on the call. So I'm sure uh, we can get Jay to give us a quick segment update, but let's put it this way. Um, when, when you're minting um, anything on the uh, Traders or, or indeed future collections, there's all sorts of additional utility that you can benefit from. It's not just the NFT itself. In fact, it's it's a very different experience. And, and there are opportunities, I understand, to uh, win big uh, within the Mint uh, in that uh, certain of the NFTs will carry quite a hefty uh, bonus allocation of, of Loop tokens. So there's lots of exciting aspects to, uh, to come from the Loop NFT marketplace. Um, the other areas I wanted to touch upon this evening, uh, lots more, of course, to, to do. We've got uh, we've got Deeb's DeFi on the call, which is great. We had a really good discussion last week, keen to continue the exploratory conversations we were having around um, the evolution of NFTs. We've also got uh, my good friend uh, Stone Docco as uh, the so Stone Ducks look to move to their um, next phase of, uh, of of launch, which is the uh, the female ducks collection. Uh, and also, it'd be great to get some updates as well on some of the music and 
and, and comic and other aspects that are being developed to what, what is truly a, a, a broadening uh, brand experience that those guys are, that are developing. Uh, so it'd be great to hear that. Um, and um, obviously also uh, my good friend Simon, obviously who is developing the Eclipse uh, pad. Very, very excited to see the uh, the announcement earlier this week. Um, I, I'm very proud to be involved and really looking forward to scaling up as the project scales up. I think it's a fantastic uh, honour to be involved with with uh, with the Eclipse pad, which I think is going to make a real um, difference uh, and be quite quite a force for good within Cosmos. So I'm sure Simon can give us a little bit more info on that. I'm sure, again, for those of you who've joined us regularly, we've talked about some of these things previously. So quite a lot to pack in. Um, depending how awake Simon is, <laughs> we could perhaps start with Eclipse. But if Simon's not too awake, we can certainly jump straight into uh, talk about the Stone Ducks developments. But um, uh, without wishing to put you on the spot too much, Simon, if you are awake enough, we, we can perhaps jump into Eclipse to start things off. Yeah, I'm alive. I'm alive. Hang in there. <laughs> Hard thing is, uh, it's not the early hours. It's, it's what time I end up going to bed all the time. It's, uh, it's funny enough. But um, yeah, so Clipspad and uh, I want to say welcome Super Terra. I put out a post and, you know, Super Terra uh, will be joining as, uh, you know, head of community and then uh, growing into to, to bigger roles. And um, it's it's just a really exciting thing as we've talked about, you know, uh, your trad job for a while and, um, you know, kind of opportunities and, and um, you know, to grow into the space. And it's just, it's just the perfect fit and the, you know, the perfect vision to be able to um, expand uh, into crypto. But there's a few really cool things that we're going to do that are going to lead to kind of more things. Uh, I know that sounds super, super detailed, but um, yeah. So really working on, on building a, a community that's um, really, really solid, like an NFT-like community that's so much bigger than just the protocol, right? Um, and there's a lot of cool pieces that we can um, really um, kind of feed into that. And, um, you know, it can even act as a, as a talent incubator where, um, you know, we get great, great, um, you know, talent and, uh, and stuff come up through the community. So there'll be more details about, you know, shared about that in the future. But just to give you like a maybe a riff, like a brief overview of Eclipse Pad. And sorry if I can't speak. It's, uh, yeah, my brain's still not fully working. But um so we are going to be the first uh, IDEO launch pad on the Cosmos. And the focus of it is really uh, to match really good quality projects with investors and, uh, you know, users that want to get in early on, on um, you know, really quality projects coming to Cosmos. And those projects need to, you know, raise funds to help build their vision, build their marketing teams, see their liquidity pools. Um, so that we see that as a really important piece of growing the cosmos is being able to get funding for projects, um, especially once you, you know, kind of get to a size, um, you know, many projects have, have relied on airdrops, which are great. And they, you know, they've been a great way to, to bootstrap customer, um, you know, acquisition in the early stages. But as we grow into the future, um, funding is going to become really, really important for projects because you can't pay devs. Uh, you know, you can pay devs with, you know, tokens for a while, but the bigger projects, um, you know, won't. And if you pay them in, if you pay devs in tokens, right, that needs to be turned into cash at some point anyway, so they can pay rent, right? So that's going to affect, you know, the user anyway, they're going to sell. Um, so that's kind of like the, the rough overview of, of what we're doing is we, we're massive believers in, in um, you know, in projects launching the right way. But as well as that, um, launch pads act as a really good marketing tool. Um, so, you know, as the Cosmos grows and more and more projects launch, 
enables us to kind of draw in from outside of the cosmos and start getting in, you know, eyeballs from other ecosystems, from retail, you know, Facebook groups, YouTube, et cetera, and really building a lot of, um, you know, noise and marketing around the pad. So that projects that launch on top of, top of the pad get, you know, really good exposure from day one. So that's going to be really, really powerful. Um, and, you know, we're bringing in some really, really cool team members and, and really, really strong marketing to kind of help achieve that. So, yeah, that, that's what I'm excited about. That's kind of the rough overview of it. Um, and there's a lot of pieces that have to fall into place, but uh, it's an exciting vision. So, and I'm excited to have you on board, Dara. And uh, I see a couple other faces in, uh, in the audience here uh that that are that excited to get on board as well so yeah it's going to be it's going to be a great journey and i think for me uh obviously you and i have have talked extensively not just on these spaces but on many many hours of of video voice text uh, to tweets and so on um about the different concepts and ideas and and, uh, i think it's really yeah it's really great to be to be getting involved in something that i think is going to be you know fantastic and 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 grow significantly over the over the coming over the coming years uh, i'm also equally obviously very proud to be um, associated with loop and uh, and loving uh, the, uh, the the marketplace you know starting its life uh, again, that's been uh, a conversation that, that we've we've all been involved in in some way or another for quite a long time, and um, we all know, obviously, if it wasn't for the uh, terror hiatus, uh, we would have seen uh, the marketplace launch probably three or four months ago. But actually, I think in hindsight, given everything that happened, it's it's better that it's now launching on on, on Juno, and it's giving giving that, that great new opportunity uh, to to uh, to to really develop the nfts on, on on that chain so i'm excited for that uh, obviously uh, jay if if you're if you're feeling uh, talkative you're most welcome to step up and put some more uh, kind of meat on the bones with 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 the looper nft uh, marketplace launch i've been extremely careful not to give any specific dates around because i know that with collection launches there are quite a few uh, moving parts we want to get right so uh, i'm always i'm always one for alpha but I don't want to sort of over alpha and over promise. Uh, so that's that's great. Thanks. I can see Jay stepping forward. And then after that, certainly uh, Stone Doco, um, always superb to have you on, on the show. We will we will we will get to the Stone Ducks very soon as well. But I felt there was a natural segue into the Loop NFT marketplace first, if that's okay with you. Oh good, you go for it. Cool, thanks, mate. Hi Jay. Hey, thank you for uh, letting me speak. Yes, the beta tester apes have launched and people have minted them and we have some for sale. Um, I think I sold one for $50 just testing out the <laughs> testing out the platform. So it's going really well. Um, I'm getting a lot of feedback um, and it's been very useful. Our community is great at giving feedback. I didn't realize how great they were going to be at giving feedback. So, um, so I've been very grateful and lucky in that aspect. Um, Coming up next is the Traders Mint. Um, it's going to be our very first major project. I like to call it the first blue chip on Loop. Um, they, uh, <laughs> they've got a lot of reasons for you to mint them. Um, but if you're um, somebody who typically likes to trade and you're not in NFTs, and I know this is not the crowd for that, <laughs> but if you guys were only traders, this would be a the NFT for you. A reason being is there's going to be tokens attached to these NFTs and there's going to be G keys. Um, 
So people, when they come to mint, everyone will have loot tokens after they mint in their NFT. And we have delayed, we are delaying um, the staking ability only because we need to release the loot token and have the decks ready. But you will have them. They will be yours as long as you don't sell your NFT. Um, and then as soon as we have the decks ready and we've done our airdrop, we are going to allow staking on it. Um, one minter will get 100,000 loot tokens. Um, five others will get 25,000 loot tokens. So it's well worth your time to go check it out once we go live. Um, right now, we're looking at Thursday morning. EST. So um, stay tuned. Um, it's going to be really exciting. Excellent. And, and also congratulations directly for a successful launch for the beta test apes. And, and you're absolutely right. I've been in some of those community discussions and it's great. I mean, that's what this is all about. And I think as, as a test group, and I know I played my small role in that process, very small role, sort of chasing people off and making sure they don't miss out. But it's really great to see the engagement there. Uh, and the excitement, because I think the the actual the test um, uh, beta test apes are not in of themselves a, a valuable NFT, but it's it's a source of pride. It's a badge to say uh, that people have been involved in the test process. So I'm I'm very happy with with what I'm seeing, and and certainly the early stages look very very promising. I love the fact that someone wanted to pay fifty bucks for uh, for one of them. I believe that was. Um, a kind of almost a test of the sales process transaction uh, transaction mechanism. So that was nice to see. Um, so yes, I, I think I'm not sure what point you joined, but I was mentioning that I'm planning to do a, a trade doors, excuse me, a trade doors pre mint um, spaces later this week. I think probably uh, realistically on either Wednesday. It probably will be actually Wednesday. Thinking about it, uh, because um, if if uh, if I did one Thursday, the the mint would already be live. So I am keen to kind of do that that pre mint space. I think it's quite an exciting um, opportunity there as 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 a. Um, yeah, launch of another major project. So, uh, yeah, I think it's great. The first for the first blue chip on uh, Loop, I, I like that as a phrase. And uh, I think just to kind of uh, reiterate, lots lots besides the NFT itself. And I think the the prospect of um, one NFT gaining you a uh, hundred thousand Loop is is, is pretty eye watering. So I think there'll be one very lucky recipient there. And indeed, indeed, was it five others or four others? It would have. 25,000. So I think that there's, there's, there's quite a few um, high value, but obviously everyone gets some loop, which is exciting. Yeah, everybody will, who mints gets loop. And I admit, I remind you, it's, it's not on the market yet. Um, it will have just gone out on the market by the time you are ready to start staking and earning. So Great. we have no, we can't, we can't price it yet. Um, we'll have to use our imagination there, but <laughs> <laughs> we are excited. <laughs> Excellent. No, that's fantastic. No, re really excited anyway. And um, I'm sure anyone who mints, and, and certainly I include myself on that, um, very much looking forward to being part of that first um, first major collection. Um, I can see I can see Deeb's has stepped forward. I imagine you've got some questions on on NFTs. Um, if you, if you want to sort of, um, we can kick the ball rolling as it were, start the ball rolling, make some metaphors there. Um, uh, if if indeed I've judged this correctly, I think you did have a couple of questions for Jay on 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 on. Uh, different types of NFTs, um, if that's okay, Jay, putting you slightly unintentionally on the spot here, but I think it's all positive uh, conversation. Sure thing, yeah, good shoot. 
Hey everyone! Hey, thanks, thanks for inviting me, Superterra, Simon, Jay. Um, and I don't, I don't think I've met you yet, Stone. But uh, it's nice to meet you. Um, I'm sure we'll have more future conversations here. And these are softball questions; they shouldn't be too hard. But I do have one hard one, so I might get to that one. <laughs> but um, oh, just just throw it at me first, and then we'll then then it'll, it'll just get easier. Oh, the 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 hard one. I, <laughs> yeah, okay, maybe it's not a hard question, but it it's kind okay. of like projecting the future was. So I'd seen this concept of reward NFTs also applying to like um, minting with LP tokens. Um, and I was curious whether or not you had seen any projects out there that were already starting to, you know, kind of talk development about certain LP pools and their tokens being mintable for reward NFT. That, that was kind of my first one. And I know I'm jumping ahead past what you just talked about. <laughs> no, that's fine. Um... I have not gotten too many requests about it yet. Um, when we were back on Terra, I had more requests about it um, because that was our that was something that we were promoting as our main um, use case because we were directly going to protocols and saying, "Hey, if you want to get LP, um, here's a good option. You can sell. You can do an NFT raise. You can do it for USD or UST at the time, right? Or USDC and pair it with your token, so you get." essentially double what you want or what you would essentially get if you, um, you know, match your two tokens together and now you have liquidity um, or you can just do a sale directly for LP if it's already existing on, on the, on the market. Right. So um, I have not, I have not heard yet a lot of uh, requests for it yet. I think we need to open everybody's imagination a little bit. We need to get the word out better that this is an option for them. Um, that, that's really on me and our marketing team to do better. <laughs> oh, no. I mean, you guys are still very well in the early stages, but um, I was just curious because it, it was one that really caught my eye, the idea of, you know, a lot of people already have LP tokens and they usually just kind of sit around um, and the idea of like fundraising too. I think, I think that's pretty key. Um, but the other question I did have was about the, the trade wars mint. Um, and I just wanted a clarif point of clarification on this. So, when you stake these NFTs in the future and you're earning the tokens that are attached to them, right? Um, after that period ends, um, you know, I guess the vesting period, you could call it. But when you get all those tokens, you still retain the base NFT, right? Absolutely. So that, the NFT is still there. And the reason we do that is because these are NFTs that only, there are, don't only exist for tokens. There's many other use cases for them. Um, traders is using them for access to a game. I mean, he's <laughs> Pepe has got a lot of use cases for him that are way beyond just some reward tokens. So yeah, um, it's just a it's kind of like a bootstrapping thing. You know, you're giving your users something to earn while you're building your NFT protocol. So um, that's really where his mindset is on that. Okay, that's great. Um, thank you for all of that, and I'll just kind of make room for anyone else that has any other questions. Well, we can also move on to stone docs because <laughs> I think that was, I don't want to ruin over anyone. I, um, I'm so like excited about the marketplace right now that I could talk for it forever, but I'm really interested in talking a little bit more to stone docs. For me, it's past, past 10 PM here. So uh, for, I'm just wrapping up things. If you want to drop some alphas to go for it. <laughs> um nope I, I think i've dropped everything that i can i'm sure simon can think of something else for me to drop he always seems to um no nope, i think I've, I've got now everything i want to get out so far. <laughs> okay i will 
Okay. The alpha extractor. I did a really good job of this as, uh, for, on AMAs for a very long time. It wasn't a great thing, as Jay, as Jay will know. <laughs> Excellent. And, and, well, thank, thank you, Jay. I, and, uh, I, I love the fact that you were able to find time to join. So I know when we spoke earlier, it's it, lots and lots of things going on with the launch. So really appreciate so you joining us. Yeah, it's really appreciated though that you're joining us. And I think a lot of people listening both now and listening back to the replay will be interested. And, and I think uh, just keep your eye on the uh, Loop NFT Marketplace Twitter, various announcements. Um, I will also be uh, retweeting and sharing as, as news comes out and sort of very excited for provisionally we're talking sort of Thursday, which is really not long. So very excited about that. And obviously in the meantime, you'll keep seeing the uh, the beta uh, test space apes uh, hitting the um, hitting the, uh, the the timelines for various people um, so yeah so so uh, Oko, i did sort of just send you a little dm saying i'm really sorry i just felt it was such a nice flow with deep stepping up and everything you've been incredibly patient because you were the first person to step forward as well but they're no, really really nice obviously with the with the um <clears throat> the developments with loop nfts and i know deeps from the conversations we've had and you know you were keen to uh, put some uh, nice and easy but nice and important questions to, to Jay. So thank you. That worked out really well indeed. Uh, so yeah, so Stone Ducks, uh, I'm a huge fan and I believe you've got quite a lot of developments of your own going on. So yeah, love to hear more. Um, yeah. Uh, hey everyone. <laughs> yeah, I am again. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Um, Oko from Stone Ducks here or Stone. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm the co-founder or com guy and project coordinator and artist for for stone ducks um and um yeah great to be here great to see many familiar faces and also great to get to know new amazing people uh, a lot has happened since our mint uh, which i can't wait to unpack but let's maybe get to the basics first for for people who not know sdsc yet um by the way uh, i hope you're holding up during the beer and, and keep your heads up like the absolute chats and chadets you are. It's uh, it's not easy, especially if it's your first beer. It's uh, I know, I know it was hard for me back in eighteen when I experienced my first ninety five percent drawdown. But um, let me get into SDSC. Um, Stone Ducks is a high quality art, high detail NFT project using funds to establish a worldwide lifestyle brand for Stone Duck brand clothes, music. SDSC stories in various forms like comics and audiobooks and legal smoking supplies like papes, grinders, bongs, CBD products. And because of that, it's unique in its utility and integration of reward markets and its approach to build a worldwide and decentralized stoner-friendly community. Um, rewards from the art and the products are going to holders or community funds. Um, community funds are going to be used um, to to uh, initiate liquidity on the utility token as soon as uh, all the structures are set up. Um, there's also a bunch of other unique membership rewards like our crypto culture and project-focused tutorials and giveaways, alpha trading tips like footprint tutorials, etc. So yeah, a round pilot for stoner lifestyle and crypto lifestyle fitting products. But uh, what about the blockchain side, one could ask? Well, um, we are, were Terra-based. Um, we managed to save our funds, luckily, because um, we 
because our team is pretty experienced on the trading side and we were paranoid enough to save the funds. And um, on the blockchain side, our ecosystem is special because of our floor price based passive staking, which, um, like I said, will be fueled by community funds and bootstrapping work with uh, some other projects eventually that I cannot name yet because it's not final. And um, FP based is it is cause rewards from staking SDSC NFTs are floor sale price bound and occur in SDSC. So if floor price doubles from original mint price, so do rewards from staking. If sale price of NFT sink, so does the release of our coupon utility token. And this way, one part of the ecosystem should always flourish and depreciate in worth and bring balance. And the other one should allow newcomers to enter the SDSC ecosystem. So yeah, passive, um, it is too. So NFTs stay in your wallet, stay tradable, even though they are staked. Um, no diminishing the supply artificially or anything. And uh, yeah, voting is going to start uh, and establishment of member structures after female ducks are minted because uh, they are like, imagine it to be like a missing validator set to complete the most possible decentralization for releasing SDSC token. Um, but we don't want to onboard the mainstream with our NFTs alone. But we are in the products, like I said, like CBD products, bonks, comics, clothing, music, shall be marketed to users that enjoy them and not necessarily are involved uh, in the crypto space, while the NFT holders reap the rewards from it because they made it possible that we can work on all that. And um, yeah, Mint is done, founders, dogs, staking is life and working, SCSC clothing is out. Um, first comic is out too, uh, which is great, and I worked uh, really hard on the on the script. I'm I'm the writer for that one. Um, music is uh, out too. Baby ducks, which were a set of 240 very rare customizable profile picture NFTs, um, were released too to people that uh, held special traded uh, OG uh, stone ducks. And yeah, the female mint is on the horizon to complete the SDC ecosystem set, like I mentioned. And um, they also will be stakeable for SDSC and the floor price-based staking mechanism. Oh, yeah, that's already a lot. I don't know which other alpha I could drop. Um, holding stone ducks, um, eight or more, will get you access to a secret alpha group, offering everything from individual charting, connecting, information, marketing, trading bots, etc. Um, and having 10 ducks uh, gets you a 42% boost on staking. So the staking rewards are boosted 42% more. That's very important in the future, because in the future, floor price for 10 ducks might rise. And because we have a Bitcoin-inspired halvening mechanism in our reward structure, so that every three months, the rewards are halved. Um, if you want to uh, keep the release of SDSC on your side, um, in the percentage uh, you you are used to, you have to have to stake more ducks to increase uh, the staking rewards. And um, yeah, maybe uh, lastly, um, a little uh, explanation con concerning the SDCR token itself. Um, well, we plan to build a art value based, community driven, autonomous uh, community project, and. Um, we plan to build risk balance ETH pools with SDSC eventually if the community votes for it, because we can't decide that on our own. 
and um, this SDAC token will be able to purchase clothing, um, music, comics, um, smoking products. Um, it uh, will be able to purchase music produced uh, in cooperation with other professional musicians. And um, you have to stake SDSC to also increase yield, which again is important because of the halvening mechanism. Um, and yeah, I think that's it. Get your get your three ducks so you can get a free female and get whitelisted for female ducks, which is coming up soon. Um, in a few weeks, the mint will be up. And yeah, thank you for for having me. It's amazing to be here and to create with all of you, even even in the hard times. And um, yeah, uh, thanks, Selko. I think there's a, a lot you covered a lot there in a short space of time, and. Uh... I think the 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 staking and and scaling mechanism is an interesting one. Obviously, uh, I didn't know about the halvening or the, um, the kind of uh, if you like uh, points where you you get the additional reward. So I guess you know you're rewarding uh, uh, holders who retain and holders that, that 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 scale up over time. And obviously, you've got the uh, you the lifestyle, the music, the comic, uh, and the follow up collection activities and clothing uh and i think was the other aspects the uh the sort of that stoner lifestyle um cbd i think was another thing you mentioned yes yeah, a lot of things products there. and bonks just like the whole palette of accessoires and real life products a stoner could need marvelous marvelous now i remember joining you on a spaces with um some uh, cbd friendly folks uh quite late yeah. at night my time that's really quite interesting some, and some real characters for, on that space also <laughs> for not stoner fans like the products i think one of the main drivers for bitcoin at the very start was ironically mm -hmm. silk road because you could purchase real products with it so it's important for tokens to have the ability to to purchase real life products and if you can purchase clothing with sdsc token which you get from staking your ducks, um, I think that's uh, that's a very underrated uh, use case all in all. Thanks, so th thank you for sharing that with us. If anyone else on the panel, or indeed anyone else who wants to step up from the audience, uh, has questions for Stone Ducks, or indeed for um, uh, Eclipse Pad or, or Loop as well. Also want to say a quick thank you to Lil Gaines. Um, I was... <laughs> Uh, looking to sort of post some awareness uh, after after Grits helped me um, with previous weeks, and uh, you managed to get me access to the uh, the Cosmos Spaces uh, group for for write access as well as read. So thank you for that, and uh, obviously, you know, really good to see you guys um, on here. Um, any kind of alpha or updates in your world, most most welcome. Love to hear those as well. Um, as I say, this is always a very open and friendly space, and the intention really is to share and learn together. And I think, as as Oko said, uh, yeah, we are currently in the middle of a bear market. It's um, challenging times, uh, not just in crypto, but more broadly in the world uh, where I live. We're seeing. Uh, the, uh, the UK economy about to go into recession, that there's not really much of a surprise there. Uh, I believe it's a similar situation in the US uh, and Central Europe and other parts of the world. So uh, the, the, the pressures are out there. But I think the important thing for me is, is that um, we have a situation where, Barney, uh, we can see um, a, a, a future, a light at the end of the tunnel. Um, I've lived through several recessions. I'm old enough to remember quite a few. And and you always bounce back. And in crypto terms, 
I've lived through quite a few cycles because they tend to happen on a more regular and roller coaster type basis. So I think you, you always emerge at the other side. That's the important thing. So great to see um, Aqua stepping forward. Uh, you've been uh, joining a few spaces. We've been chatting on a, on a couple of groups. Um, great to have you on the space. Well, thanks. Appreciate it. I, uh, I, I've been listening to you guys. I accidentally, uh, I was texting my wife back and forth and I accidentally closed off the, the Twitter space. I was like, shoot, I got to get back on here. We, uh, it's our, our kids first day of school. So I've had to double check on all of our pickup times. We got all, all new times this year. So I was like, oh man, I want to make sure I can, I can pop on here and say hello real quick before I got to run and, and pick up all the kids and get rock and rolling there. But, uh, yeah, you know, I'm super thankful to be here. Um, you know, it's been a been a crazy few last days. We have a little pre-sale we're we're doing and really kind of gearing up for launch. And you know, we've been talking with Jay and getting everything kind of set up and finalized for for our collaboration with you know Aqua and Casa. And we have Los Amigos coming up. And and you know, for the for the longest time, and I'll just I don't want to take too much of you guys' time. Um, you know, like many people, when I kind of first heard about NFTs. I was really just trying to wrap my head around it. Like, why are people buying, you know, pictures and so on and so forth? And, and, uh, you know, over time, as I kind of got to know more and more and kind of the use cases and so on and so forth, and then you kind of add in the whole, you know, with us, with the nonprofit sector and all the different, you know, whether it's ticking, ticketing use cases, tokens, rewards, so on and so forth. When you kind of start seeing all the different use cases and utility, um, you know, that can, that can be <laughs> the, the NFTs, you know, basically enable. Um, you know, we started getting pretty excited about it and yeah, so we, we had our first collection that we did. That was the Aquanauts. That was great. Cool. Um, but yeah, we're really excited about, about, um, you know, everything going on in loop that they're launching and we're, you'll probably start seeing a whole lot more, more posts from us here coming up here, uh, this week and until, until the collection goes live, but yeah, we're super excited. And I mean, at the end of the day for us, right. You know, it's like as, as big of fans as we are of the art of collecting NFTs, having fun with it. At the same time, we want to make sure that a we're like we're really delivering real value, right, and and real utility, um, but then also impact at the same time, right. So you know, with Aqua, with the Aquanauts, with everything that we're doing there, that always goes towards you know obviously developing our our project, but everything at Aqua points back to clean water. With Casa, that's housing. With our other social impact DAOs, right, they each have their own kind of direction, their own cause, and so. You know, with us, with everything we do, it's like, hey, we want to make sure that if people are investing their hard-earned money for whatever reason, whether they like the art, they don't like the art, we want to make sure that they're getting real value back. Um, you know, and and we have a whole bunch of other social impact DAOs and a lot of different ways that we create value. So we always want to make sure that we're delivering value to people that invest in us, but then also opening up different use cases and having like real impact behind their investment too. So you know, whether people like the art, don't like the art, it's like, hey, we want to really ensure you that we're doing our best to make sure that you're at the minimum getting a lot of value out of it, right? So it's like, hey, if you're investing $40, $100, whatever that may be into this NFT, you know, if you like the art, that's a massive bonus. But at the end of the day, we really want to make sure that that there's real value, that there's real utility and that it's making an impact. So, you know, we want to keep that consistent with, with all of our social impact DAOs, right, to make sure that no matter what, at the absolute minimum, that you're getting value and you're making an impact at the same time. And then hopefully you really like like the art too, right? Because it's like, obviously, hey, we're about the culture too. Um, but yeah, we just, you know, we want to kind of stretch the, push the limits of what, what you know, NFT technology can accomplish. And, the you know, at the end of the day, make real tangible change in the world. So yeah, we we appreciate, you know, everybody that's that's building the technology, all the work that 
everybody puts in, right, to develop these platforms that we can actually like utilize and collaborate and and work together and grow the space, bring new people in, like takes a ton of people and 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 a lot of people putting in a lot of real skin in the game, real time of their life, real sacrifice in to to build these things. And so we always want to make sure that we thank everybody that's that's really making this happen. Um, so yeah, we're 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 thankful, we're excited, and you know we're really looking forward to to the next chapter with with our mint coming up, but beyond that as well. So again, thank you for having us on. Thank you for letting us uh, talk, and appreciate your guys' time. And hope everyone listening to this is doing well. Thank you. No pleasure to have you on the space, and and I hope that the uh, the school pickup goes well. Oh yeah, well. it gets a little crazy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like it absolutely um well, well all i was gonna I say was i want to mention that he the aqua is launching on loop as well and yes. I know we said that but i don't, I don't know i, <laughs> I didn't mean to miss food. that part <laughs> <laughs> no you probably did i, I was talking like, real fast jay sorry <laughs> <laughs> i want to hammer down on that aqua is launching uh, los amigos on loop as well i think yes. they're scheduled to be our third in line um so um, we're going to start seeing some more information about um, Aqua coming out of the Loop channels as well soon. They're also up on our homepage as a coming and it's coming soon and a T project. I'm particularly excited about the charitable aspect and then yes. moving forward, all the other things that me and Todd have talked about, about like what we could potentially do with NFTs. So I think everybody should stay tuned to what Todd's going to tell us or Aqua's going to tell us about that coming in the future. I don't want to give away any information. So No, it's all it's all good. Yeah, we uh <laughs> you know, our, our first call, Jay, I was I was in the same kind of situation. My wife and I were doing a kid swap and I'm like, sorry, I had a bunch of caffeine and I'm going on tangents. I apologize. And a lot of times I gotta I get all excited, passionate, all all pumped up and excited. And I said, Man, I gotta scale it back sometimes when I'm chatting to people. I was I was telling her, I said, you know, no, there's not a whole lot of people don't let them you get can, the passion. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, there's not a whole lot of people that I can relate to in real life that I know, you know, talking about NFTs, crypto, so on and so forth. So when I get on a, a space or a Zoom meeting or a Google meet or whatever, I get all pumped up and share the whole world with everybody. So I, I miss some stuff here and there. It's just really funny as well. The Americans, you guys say aqua, right? Like aqua. Because I I'd yeah. imagine me and Super Terror would say aqua. Yeah. yeah, right? yeah. Say there's, the a few there's a few different started? ways to pronounce it. Oh, and I want to hear Simon say it again. Say it again, like in your American voice. Uh, aqua. <laughs> aqua. That was, that was good. We could. I could tell you're yeah, trying on that, that, Simon. Yeah, that was that was definitely more effort there. Sorry, sorry. Some of the um our Aussie team likes to make fun of a um American accent, and so um when they they make fun of our accents, they try to do our accent, and sometimes it's it's, it's interesting. Yeah, I know. We probably sound like we have access to people always ask me, are you from the South? I'm like, no, I don't, I don't think so. <laughs> so anyway, but yeah, I, I really appreciate it, guys. And, um, you know, I got to hop in the minivan and throw all the kids in the van here in a few minutes. But I'm, I'm thankful for you guys this time. And yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to uh, chat with you all soon again, too. Excellent. Right, well, we'll, we'll, yeah, we'll get you on for a, a longer session and uh, look forward to hearing more. Of, there's clearly lots of alpha to tease out, but you, you've got a van that you need to jump into fairly soon. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, but, well, but thanks, thanks, thanks again. Like I appreciate it, brother. Sounds like you're getting kidnapped. Gosh, <laughs> I know. It, it's, it's a little newer one. It doesn't look too, too bad, but we, yeah, it's, it's the dad van for sure.
Excellent. Well, so, well safe travels. And uh, then we'll, we'll, we'll definitely get you on a, another a session where we can explore more. I'm also having visions of um, going out and solving missions with Scooby-Doo with a big man as well. <laughs> or the AT. So, yeah, <laughs> brilliant. Brilliant. OK, thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, just want to do a shout out. I'm just looking at members of the audience there. The the Sunnyside Reapers. I did I did mint one of those the other week. Very very cool. Um, I think they're 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 quite <laughs> quite quite an iconic art style. I think you guys did very well with that. So uh, that was that was great to be involved. So I can see see you there in the audience. Uh, flicking through. I think Aqua is 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 jumping in the van and exiting off. So thank you for that. Um, yeah. If anyone else wants to step forward and share either thoughts on the market or things that you're aware of that uh, that are um, uh, coming up. Um, yeah, this this is always a great opportunity to do that. I think it's fair to say as well, although uh, Jay can't say just yet, there's lots of projects that are uh, set to launch on the, the new um, Loop platform on Juno as well. So there'll be lots of exciting alpha coming over the coming weeks and months. So that was a really nice bonus to get to Aqua. Aqua on here. I don't quite know how to do the American pronunciation of it, but uh, but yes, no, it's great, uh, and I really like um, some of the facets of the project that, that that were hinted at there in that very quick discussion. We could um, do it just the general. What do you think of the market? And everyone up here mm -hmm. just answers, and just for a broad overview for the people listening. That's a great hey, Stone, as well. Stone, how do you say Aqua? Um, in my native tongue or when I'm speaking English? Just when you're speaking English. I would say aqua. Wow, that sounds way better than what Simon does. I like it. <laughs> hey, it's, isn't it the same that Simon actually, said? It's, isn't it's it like aqua? Much, is it aqua? It, aqua? You said it exactly like an American. Like, <laughs> it's fine. It's just um, uh, Simon's with the Aussie accent struggles. <laughs> Maybe I watched too many American movies and, and now I'm I'm doomed to always speak in American tongue. Oh, I mean, that is, that is um, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. <laughs> it has its pros and cons. <laughs> yeah, I bet. I do love the nuances of, of, of different styles of English, though. And um, one of my favorite American words, we call it a boy, the thing that sort of floats in the sea. But it's like I'll be watching the probes. It's a buoy, which is a very different pronunciation. Yeah, it's just um, um, often uh, my, my better half watches these dreadful programs where people go around on yachts and they kind of do so-called behind the scenes where it's obviously staged for TV and they're always talking about not hitting the buoys. So... <laughs> Yes, trash TV away from away from NFTs. But there we go. Now I'm sure there are lots of words that, that sound very silly. That, hey, that wait, that's better like than Aussies don't hit the print. boys. Hey, Superhero, that's much better than don't hit the boys. <laughs> yeah, it does sound a bit yeah, dodgy, very, actually, very doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, particularly if you talk about the BBC and so on. That's a whole other raft of dodgy scandals, but that's probably one for a, a non-crypto uh, chat. Um, uh, Rolf Harris no, being a particular. One, not to be the one like disturbing the flow of conversation, but um, yeah. do we want to like make a real quick what do we all that are up on the yeah. right now think yeah. of the market? Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, I'd rather talk about that than uh, than, than the, the random boys. Um, yeah, so I mean, my own personal thought is clearly 
a number of different external factors have impacted the market over the last few months, not least some of the macroeconomic and indeed, uh, let's be blunt, uh, war uh, related aspects, you know, with, 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 with the pressure on oil, on gas caused by supply shocks in, in Europe with the uh, Ukraine-Russia uh, conflict. Um, I think also going back probably nine, ten months now, we had the situation with the um, supply lines for certain long-term product groups uh, with the um, the uh, the Suez Canal situation, if anyone recalls that. That was actually quite a major supply shock. Um, and also, let's not forget... We've had a massive supply shock in the market over the last three years called COVID that's completely wrecked supply lines. And what we're seeing now as the world's opening up again is probably the consequence of a lot of uh, A, pent up demand, uh, B, uh, local economies struggling with the impact of increased costs, which then leads to uh, the wage price spiral. I could talk e economics all day, but I guess how does this relate to crypto? Well, well, simply we're not divorced or in any way separate from the rest of uh, the macroeconomic uh, market. We, we, we like to think in many ways we're we're front running a lot of the opportunity, and we absolutely are. But ultimately, if we look at mainstream adoption or fringe adoption, a lot of people when they experience those shocks to other parts of their lives, or indeed, as many of us did in May, you have a cataclysmic event. And let's be honest, this year, absolutely terror was the apex of cataclysmic events. But there have been a number of exchanges, uh, projects and programs badly hit. And that dents confidence. And when confidence is dented, we see money exit the market. Uh, and, and I think that shock, I think, is, has played its way through. But what I am seeing now is, is a bounce, and it's a bounce on quality. So this is only my own observation. It's only a recent one. But I'm seeing that there are certain um, chains, projects, activities where we are seeing a genuine bounce. And you tend to find there's a flight to quality in, in a bear market, whether it's traditional stocks, um, or we're looking at the you know the new innovative uh, sectors. So I could a bit imagine, of a long. I could imagine right now it's mostly capital shifting. So I could imagine the new uh, growing project which you speak of, which I also noticed there are some um, uh, some parts of crypto are flourishing right now, especially like shit mm -hmm. coins are popping again, like something like called I don't know Bitcoin or something does the X hundred again lately. But I think. <laughs> It's only capital that's being shifted. I don't see a big influx of like new capital. We have a few, we have retail partly entering over the last few like twelve months because they don't don't wait for bottoms to build. Mm -hmm. But all in all, I agree with you. Like the general market sentiment worldwide, and uh, all the supply shocks you mentioned, the fertilizer shortage also that occurred. Mm -hmm. um, I think all that will lead to eventually further downfall in certain sectors of industry so i could imagine the housing housing market getting hit as soon as people can't pay all their debts anymore and uh, i think there were more credit card new credit cards opened in in this year than since 2003 or something and i i think there could be could 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 be a bad hit coming but on the other hand we saw you know, on in 2008, we saw that even when we think like the fucking world would have to collapse, they magically just 
uh, delete uh, I, I mean, like the the editing privileges to the money supply and 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 rules of how money uh, acts are, are very limited. And I, I could imagine that in the worst case, um, there would be some kind of relief in in form of um, strong um, monetary packages to civilians, or um, eventually even going back to being uh, gold-backed or like i mean it's, it's a different animal now though. it's a different animal yeah. now though um back in the gfc you know they weren't dealing with kind of rampant inflation now they can't just do packages and stuff because um the half the thing it is, won't is work. The actual, yeah, I agree. you want people to tighten their belts like this is the time where you actually want people to spend less because if you want to fight inflation you don't want people spending you want them to actually like spend less so that the inflation comes down. Um, so, yeah, it's it's gonna it's very different this time. But um, yeah, it's, it, I, I think you're right. Like it's it's interesting to see how it kind of bounces back and uh, if it kind of magically does, or you know, if this is the peak of it, or yeah, it's quite interesting. It's going to be quite a interesting. I think even a decade, this next decade is going to be quite interesting. Do you guys think that? the inflation will be handed or that they will just have to start like wiping depth for for the for the average user to to hold up everything <laughs> well you don't want to do that right like it's almost like well, as no, bad as it sounds you know you yeah. want to like no, not that you want to but like in this situation right you want people to spend less right so mm-hmm. mechanisms that make people spend less are ways to bring down inflation so you almost kind of want, yeah. yeah. You want people to tighten their belts so that the so that they spend less, they're more reserved, they save more. You, you want that to happen, so you, you kind of have to create this like fear element where people don't, um, where people aren't like outgoing and spending on all these things that you know they would normally in the past. Instead, that they you know saving in the bank, they're holding, they're not. You know, on doing the other that hand, stuff, if we, that, if that we use that. If we use that as tool, but it takes too long, let's say it takes over 10 or 20 years, we have a generation of people that barely manage to save something and eventually end up having less kids, which means less working force for the future, which means uh, the growth potential will be limited even more. So I think it's a play with fire if it drags on too long. Like I, If they just do it for two or three years, I think it could work, but if it ends up being a scenario where we have a, a, a down market for for a long term, for like two to five years, five years is long, let's say two years, that, and then we need time to build the bottom and time to to grow again. That that could be yeah, could could be bad. But like I said before, like I don't want to talk doomy. I always think that that nothing like a civil collapse will happen. Uh, that won't happen. Like people just will have uh, less money and and will have less Netflix movies to watch, or, or like. Yeah, it could definitely be a much harder time. Um, as far as the market, like it's interesting. I see Bitcoin. Uh, I see thirty to thirty-one thousand as a potential um, kind of target for for Bitcoin at least, um, and from there I'd imagine that there will be some kind of bounce and that it will be linked with kind of w- wider macroeconomic movements and things like that. Um, as far as value, you're right around like the reallocation of kind of assets within crypto. Um, 
But I do see, uh, it, you know, I don't see the retail really jumping in anytime soon. Like new retail, they've been quite spooked. And you're looking at like regulation and you're looking at platforms collapse left front center. Like you look at Hold Nought, for example, they've gone, you know, closed withdrawals as well. So a lot of these platforms is just this crazy contagion that's showing you that, you know, regulators are going to come in the space hard. So there's going to be a lot of uncertainty. But then on the benefit, there's also a lot of adoption happening at the institutional level. So, but that takes a lot longer and it takes longer for retail to catch up to that. So it's going to be quite interesting. I think, you know, it doesn't mean that like everything in crypto is doomed. You know what I mean? Like, so I think, you know, the, the platforms that really find ways to gain, uh, you know, adoption in the mainstream, even during the hard time, the, you know, the ones that bring utility to the real world and the ones that make it really easy for the real world to get involved are going to flourish, right? Like currently getting into crypto, especially DeFi, is quite challenging for everyday users in terms of like they've got to come to the chain and then play there. But if you bring in crypto to the outside world and they see there's enough value for them and it's not just like buying and holding a coin, um, that's a bit of a different animal. Yeah, I agree. I, I also could imagine we won't have a beer market like 18, 19, where it's just uh, no growth at all because the space right now is way too big. The fact that we are having a space and we <laughs> we, we are not we are not uh, we are not one of the of the main attractions, but still there are like at least a thousand, two thousand spaces about crypto going on right now. That was not the case. 1819. 1819. I was in a in a Telegram group where there were twenty thousand people in it, and it was raging before and screaming with Moon Boys. And when you then wrote there, it was dead silence for weeks or even months. So I think we could see even when we both are talking about beer market, I I think we could see a upwards or not relief, maybe a a mini rally towards the 30s or towards even the 40s before we again visit um, the low at 18 i think even we could uh, we could finally reach 15 at some point um but i think it could fluctuate very strongly which again uh, opens the possibility for new projects to to grow yeah yeah there's still tons of money around right like if you actually look at the size of crypto space there is tons of money it's just like how can your project, you know, create like reallocation of money that's already in the space towards, you know, what you're building? It's the same thing like when building Eclipse and building a launchpad, we're looking at, you know, all the competitors um, in the space currently and really looking at how bad projects are at marketing. Like, honestly, like it's terrible. Like so many projects in crypto are shocking at marketing. So we're looking at that and going like, okay, if, if this, you know, this role is to launch new projects, get new users. Um, to to like tap into retail investors, to tap into existing investors, and you're just looking at like even minor pieces of marketing that are, even the biggest platforms are absolutely shocking at. If you can start to kind of like really work on those pieces, then it gives you an unfair advantage, right? And I think that's like any project in crypto. If you get really good at like you know what is the value proposition, like what's the sustain like the sustainability piece, like how do you add value? Um, how do you communicate the value that you add and what you do in your vision? Um, it makes a really big difference and you can really stand out from the pack because there's a really there's a very limited amount of that going on right now. I think still the hurdle is that many, um, to reach big uh, big influence and to, to really make your project pop, it's still um, often dependent on 
influencers or big marketplaces pushing you and that requires either capital or being connected which kind of sets ad absurdum like the decentralized nature of how our market should function um but i i tend to agree it's it's also the capability of the team in form of marketing but also that the crypto space is evolving so immensely fast so if i have the team of let's say seven or eight people and i dedicate a certain portion to marketing depending on if i need strong marketing right now for the project or if i need to concentrate on building i'm still limited compared to a network of like eth influencers that can push a project in minutes and any other market reflections um before we uh look to wrap things up and obviously if anyone else does want to um step forward we'll probably sort of run this for another perhaps sort of 10 minutes or so um any thoughts deebs i don't know if you, you've got any sort of <clears throat> broader market views you had some excellent thoughts on um, nfts but uh, welcome your market perspective yeah, I mean, I, I typically avoid going too macro because then I think people usually think I'm giving them financial advice. But um, um, yeah, so I just whenever I whenever I think macro here, right, I, I try to not get too focused on it, right? Because I mean, we've we've talked about the basic things, right? Where you have to understand that um, you know, Bitcoin is highly correlated to like the S and P five hundred. There's there's deep connections between traditional finance and crypto. Um, and so when there are broader economic and also just real world events happening, um, they can clearly have devastating effects on crypto like we've seen. Um, but really just kind of what I focus on during a bear market, and I think people a lot, a lot of times just talk about is learning, right? Just learning, meeting people, um, growing the space. Uh, because while I genuinely, and not everyone's going to agree with me, while I genuinely think it's very, very, very hard to time the market or nearly impossible um, to find the exact bottom. Uh, it's not impossible to find value in projects, right? It's not impossible to, to find what's unique in a space and take calculated risk about what you're willing um, to put down. You know, maybe not over leverage yourself, as um, I know a lot of people <laughs> in the Terra community, myself included. Uh, maybe have experienced that, but um, but yeah, that's just generally how I feel about it. I, I've been focusing more on on just micro and and finding what projects I think are really cool. I know you and I had um, a great discussion the other day about <laughs> just kind of the um, the Darwin SDK uh, and this idea of evolution NFTs, um, and and that's the kind of stuff that you know really interests me, and I love to share. Um, and in case anyone didn't hear anything about that, I'm I'm happy to give a summary. I think that would be great. I really enjoyed our discussion, and for context, this wasn't on a on, on a public forum, uh, but it was a very enjoyable chat. And I think I even said to you, it'd be great to bring this sort of um, energy and, and 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 thought to to one of the spaces. So yes, yeah, very happy if you want to give it a quick sort of two minute overview, and then perhaps we can you know look to dive in um, as a deeper topic on, on, on one of our uh, future uh, open discussions as, as, uh, on, on the, maybe even next week's session. Yeah, absolutely. So I'll dive right in because I know we're, we're wrapping up here soon. But um, so it was essentially a leak, right? We don't know exactly if it was a leak, probably intentional, but Terra Bytes, now known as Bytes Digital Group, um, had one of their YouTube videos covering uh, a paper from Terraform Labs, TFL, 
uh, which was talking about this thing called Darwin SDK, right? Which was basically a framework, not a particular project, but a framework um, for how to build uh, evolutionary NFTs on top of Terra, right? Uh, so this idea that you have an NFT uh, and based off of certain ad actions that a user takes, it can evolve and develop new characteristics, um, obviously visible characteristics, right? Uh, and so, you know, some of the examples I'll just throw out here that they talked about, right? So, you know, you can think in terms of, you know, GameFi. So an MMORPG, you do particular quests, right? And maybe some certain side quests uh, earn you, you know, a new set of armor or a weapon or things like that, right? It could be specific to a game. Um, and then kind of outside of that, they talked about like travel NFTs. Let's say you take um, yourself to different places around the globe. The Oracle will verify that actual locations where you visited um, and it upgrades your NFT. Uh, and really where I think it got interesting too is, is not just kind of like the fun game five, but also when you think about uh, governance. Uh, so it was this idea that, you know, status and membership uh, is earned. And, and not just purchased, right? Um, so this idea of maybe getting away from buy, a whale buying up tokens and having the majority of staking power, uh, maybe people who are doing voting on a lot of governance um, and participating in an ecosystem get a evolving NFT uh, that displays their status. You know, <laughs> I can see this as maybe like you become a council member, right? And you get a set of robes on your NFT. Um, and, and, you know, this can be applied. Basically, the possibilities are endless. Um, I can see how this is something that could really build communities of people um, and really bring on that engagement side to NFTs that, that I know Loop is, um, uh, is working on themselves. And it's particularly why I'm interested in Loop Marketplace. Uh, so curious what people's thoughts are. That's the quick summary. And also, I don't work you know, for really anyone. I don't work for terror or anything like that. I just, I just share um, things I find interesting. So curious what your thoughts are. The thing that comes to mind actually is that uh, Super Terror and I were working on a project. It's kind, it's kind of been on the back burner for a little bit while we built out Eclipse, but um, that kind of used some of those elements that the idea was like um, earning objects that could enhance NFTs um, and creating NFTs that were like, you know, upgradable and that kind of had value based on, on, you know, enhancing your NFT in a game. So it's kind of interesting to hear that it's uh it's kind of cool. And it's kind of the way that kind of NFTs are going. I was chatting to, uh, Owlies NFT, I think, um, that they've kind of got something similar as well. And uh, they're a secret, uh, network project and they've been chatting, uh, but a few things. So that's kind of cool, but yeah, yeah, that's, that's pretty awesome. And, and I'd certainly second that. That was entirely my thought as as we were chatting uh, the, the other day, Deeps. Yeah, I think uh, there's there's um, there is a uh, as Simon rightly said, it's on the back burner at the moment. But we we had a lot of thought around um, the project that we've been developing. So it'd be great to uh, perhaps have a further chat on that uh, soon. I can see uh, our good friends uh, Wrecked Wolf um, are stepping up. Fantastic! Always always a pleasure to to have you on here. Um, we're, we're, well, I can say, and I'm happy to run for a few more minutes. I'm equally conscious. I know, Simon, whilst it's early for you, you may have things you need to jump off to soon, but I can certainly carry on for at least another 10 or 15 minutes. But at that point, I probably need to 
hit the hay because I do have an early start tomorrow. But um, but no, but um, thank you, Deebs. I'm genuinely really interested and do want to have further conversations on this. So thank you for uh, sharing that. Um, Rick Wolf, always a pleasure. Hey, Super Terror. Hey, Simon. Uh, thanks for organizing these as usual. Uh, appreciate it a lot. Uh, just a, I, I guess a comment on the previous, um, you know, those dynamic NFTs. I think uh, Delphi had proposed something similar uh, back in when Terra was running full force. It was uh, evolutive uh, NFTs, or or I don't remember exactly the wording. I think they're really tricky um, right now. I, I understand kind of how it can be fun. Uh, to have your NFT evolve, and in the gaming aspect, I think those those make sense. Uh, but there was a lot of uh, concerns back in the days with, with some of the privacy, right? Of having you know everything on chain here, and if your PFP shows, I don't know, you stake this much and you played this many hours in the game, uh, it, it kind of got <laughs> a little tricky on that aspect, and. Just from uh, if I'm talking about the trading aspect of NFTs and why people usually buy NFTs these days, and <laughs> fortunately or unfortunately, is to, is to make money, right? Um, and the fact that the value can change so dynamically um, doesn't make them the best assets for trading. But maybe that's not a bad thing either. Um, usually, people like you know, kind of a fixed rarity and uh, uh, a fixed NFT because then that asset. Is, is precious bracket on bracket. So, so I think there's a lot of interesting discussion around this point and uh, it's really going to be on the execution um, that we're going to see if the concept works or not. Yeah, I, I think, I think that's a great point. And, and to be honest with you, I hadn't even thought about the privacy piece. So yeah, thank you for bringing that up. Um, Cause I can, I can totally see that about that. You know, the idea of yes, people want to show their status, but maybe revealing uh, user actions to a certain point um, will de defeat the purpose that a lot of people are are going for. Um, so yeah, I, I I can definitely see that in a DeFi sense. I think where I kind of, um, I think where I kind of think that this is important is that we think beyond the world of DeFi, right? So um, how evolving NFTs can can just be a fun and engaging a way that people are participating in DeFi without even knowing that they're doing it, right? Um, and, and that's kind of where I think one of the things we talked about too, um, Super Terra was just like, even like the concept of like a fan NFT where people might like to go to different sports games, right? And the Oracle checks your location uh, and you highlight that you are the number one sports fan for that team, right? So when you kind of take it out of the, um, and you, you know, you get new characteristics, maybe a foam, feet, foam finger, um, some other things. Uh, like a cap, but when you take it out of like the characteristic or the the sphere of DeFi, you can kind of see how this could be something that's just fun because it's fun, um, and and not so much about you know trading, swapping, collectibles, uh, things like that. It's fun to engage with uh, rather than it is just fun to buy and sell. Um, but you know, I see your point. Uh, and and it, it really does come down to execution. I agree with you 100%. I think what it highlights as well is that 
the NFT has moved far beyond um, a simple image. That there's so much more depth and potential. I think we, with the conversation earlier with 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 Jay from Loop, and then that kind of more in depth um, evolving NFT. And again, this is another subject that Simon and I have talked about at length in the past. That that kind of fixed or unfixed rarity, and also that balance of if you're effectively using an NFT as part of a, a gaming or almost like gaining your badges, you know, virtual badges approach, how do you make sure that yeah, people have an ability to jump on that, that, that bus later and it's not just about the OGs and everything else. There's all those kind of balancing factors that, that, that we've, we've discussed. Um, but I think as well, with the sports analogy, obviously, Deebs, that you and I spoke about over the weekend, um, you could actually not only have it almost as a, you know, I'm a super fan, but then having that NFT could give you access to maybe you know, exclusive, let's say if you're talking on the sports team sort of perspective, exclu- exclusive player interviews or uh, special events, um, private um interviews you know obviously you know particularly for some of the larger sports franchises have a global fan base so something that gives them a sense of uh, getting up close and personal with 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 the 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 uh, the team and and the participants that they follow so there's yeah there's lots of aspects to it and i think it's it's a fascinating area that that will only grow and evolve and perhaps one last kind of tangent on that is um our good friends uh, decentrafest who uh, i don't think are on tonight's uh um, spaces, but they're, they're obviously looking at uh, doing a predominantly a music, but other aspects of, 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 of um, you know live entertainment um, with a very much a crypto theme around it. And of course, they're looking at several aspects, including in a metaverse available form of uh, the event, so that those that aren't physically in person can attend it, and an NFT could well be the the access mechanism through which people can can get hold of that content. So there's there's all sorts of different angles and aspects to it as well. And um, I think that's why it's so fascinating as a space, to be honest. That's certainly why why I love it. Um, so thank you, Rick Wolf. Uh, always appreciate you, you you coming forward. And um, I think yeah, as it's getting uh, getting pretty late my time, maybe just a last couple of comments and then we'll we'll look to wrap up yeah legends great space today um it's really good to see some like energy back in the spaces like not that we didn't before we've always had some like great people for a while but it's just been really good the last couple weeks to see some faces coming back and some cool engagement and and as always we've got you know deeds and wrecked and and uh and stoned coming to join us um and i could see some awesome faces in the audience that have been quite consistent um i want to say it's it's just an important piece like we talked about like building community, right? Like, and and um, and this is something that we we've always been about, which is kind of having these spaces. And like, I mean, we've been consistent with this, right? We we've been we what we've we've missed like two. I think we've missed two weeks since uh, November or something. So we've been very consistent with these spaces, and it's just good to see kind of like the community strengthen and morph, and um, and we're going to keep doing these, and they're going to keep growing. Um, and yeah, excited to be on this journey. Absolutely. Likewise. And I think uh, the energy is definitely coming back. And uh, I think some people and, and I had a, a, a good chat to, to someone who's kind of come back into um, crypto after the terror crash. And he admitted himself he completely switched off from everything for two months after it. I think people are coming back 
reevaluating and stepping forwards. And uh, everyone has their own reasons for, for needing that time away. But I think, yeah, it's great to see uh, the, the, the passion and the depth of uh, desire to build and, and move things forward. And, and um, it's great to be part of it. So, yeah, I think, I mean, in terms of wrapping up, obviously, we, we did start on a slightly um, somber note. But I think actually this entire space is, is something that I'm sure Wizard Wax would have enjoyed because it was a, a really good, open and wide ranging discussion and the sort of thing that um, he was heavily involved in. So uh, uh, I think that's that's the best tribute you can pay when when something bad happens is to uh, to think of all the positives. And I think absolutely tonight has highlighted that for me. So thank you, everyone, um, as always, for attending. And I think I say this every week. Stay safe. Stay well. Uh, have a good rest of your day, evening, night or afternoon, depending on where you are in the world. And um, yeah, keep talking, keep building and keep making those connections. I think, Deebs, you, you, you hit the nail on the head with that. I think in these times where it's a little bit more challenging on the market, these are the best times to build. Um, and I have to say thank you also to our uh, wonderful friends from the Cosmos community. Uh, again, I was talking about this on another Spaces a couple of weeks ago. Uh, we've, you know, Simon and I have done these Spaces, as we've rightly said, you know, for quite a long time now, consistently. There's been a lot of change around, as it's fair to say, but it's great how uh, new communities have embraced these. And, and I think over time, um, that's probably one of the things I've enjoyed the most. That in, it, Sands may shift, but the passions are always there. So uh, thank you, everyone. Um, have a good rest of your day, evening, night, morning. And um, we'll do this again next week. Uh, thank you, as always, for, for joining. Thanks for checking out another episode of The Ether. That was Into the Cosmos, hosted by Super Terra, a chat about the Eclipse Pad, Loop NFTs going live, and more. Recorded on Monday, August 8th, 2022. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. When I'm cruising, I'm rushing, no booze on my tongue When I'm losing my cool like a bruiser in London The rules are confusing, so let loose the juices And try not to act like they tightened up the noose These fools are reviews like a problem stepchild Ruling the coop with some modest exile I'm lost in the cube with the softest textiles A comfy padded room where I'm walking my best miles So wipe the smirk off your face when you're serving I'm up with a platter of bait behind the curtain Up with the curse, it's absurd to swerve it Letting these nerds know the weight was worth it. I'll perk it up while I serve in some bullshit. This ain't my first rodeo surrounded by humans. Opinionated merchants trying to steal your worth. It's getting on my nerves, so let's make them feel nervous. I go tit for tat when I'm spitting this rap shit Getting sick with it like I'm kissing bats It's spreading sickness like a fucking pandemic Gun to my head like write the damn epic My mood is exhumed from the darkest mistakes Sitting down in hell cooking up these mixtapes Living through nightmares and dreamscapes It takes more patience than a hospital police state So I get down locked and loaded like they come for your guns Fuck no we won't be getting onto that bus Quietly sit back and watch the riot beat While the cops get filmed pirating all your to see sign on the dotted line and wave your rights and wave goodbye and pay no mind you gotta wash the brain and erase the time now shut the fuck up while we wait in line
Spaces. Oh, 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 o